Hi everyone, welcome to this video. Again, we are here today. In this video, you will understand what is cryptography, what are the general concepts of encryption, what is important in cryptography to know for you as a cyber security practitioner, as information security practitioners. What kind of algorithms are used in cyber security industry? What do interviewers ask in job interviews for positions which are related to? type uh, cryptography okay so all these things and all these questions will be answered in today's video by industry expert akshay he is there with me and uh, quickly giving over to akshay hi love thanks for having me uh, and a great platform as usual uh, there for anybody everybody that is out there to learn about cryptography in general uh so uh, just a quick note before i start uh, for all cyber security practitioners that are out there you may be an information security manager you may be a decision maker you may be a cso you may be a practitioner in yourself you may be uh, an analyst you may be a person who's involved in cyber security operations you may be handling regular activities you may be handling project implementations so as a part of cyber security uh, programs we face a lot of challenges uh, we face challenges in scoping in determination of which activity is most suitable for me what kind of product should i evaluate what kind of product should i implement uh, there are challenges like administrative challenges there are, we have timelines in front of us we have to meet the organization client requirements within those timelines uh we have to make sure we uh, prepare a detailed plan we have to make sure that we implement things so there are a lot of nuances and nitty gritties involved in all and every uh, even in the smallest of and the biggest of projects uh if you are facing any such challenge as a part of your organization or for your client engagement or in general if you would want to know about any specific uh, uh projects activities uh there is a professional help we i am here to professionally help you what i encourage is for any kind of professional counseling uh, uh or any engagement uh, do reach out to me uh, my company is anzen technologies i am the cto and founder of the company do reach out to us uh, there will be uh, uh ways uh, means uh, through phones and emails to reach out to us uh, uh, probably we'll have it in the description here itself uh you can reach out and uh, what i can assure you that we are more than well equipped we have expertise in all domains in all practices we have established audited implemented wide variety of projects for small scale medium scale and large scale industry so uh, yeah just kind of putting it out there do uh, give us a shout out just give us a call reach out to us and we'll be more than happy to help you out in however way possible and uh, in uh, whichever way possible uh okay then quickly uh, coming back uh, to the topic at hand so uh, we are here to discuss about uh, cryptography for cyber security uh the reason for choosing this topic was that a couple of uh, a lot of people have uh, problems and difficulties in understanding so so cryptography is a very vast subject in general so there is there's an academic aspect to cryptography uh, and then there is the practical application and implementation and importance we understand of of cryptography and encryption in uh, uh, in practical sense in organizational aspects uh more specifically 
uh, when a uh, uh, cyber security practitioner and analyst or a manager looks at cyber uh, cryptography it's more from the sense that of a sense of fear comes in the form of that uh, when when i try to explore cryptography there is a there is a lot of mathematical formulas that are out there there are a lot of functions that are out there uh, and it, it's a whole lot to consume all at once it's a whole lot to process all at once so what do i do with all of this information how can i search through how can i uh, Uh, kind of browse through all of the plethora of information that is out there and seek out the relevance uh, that uh, is there for me or even so for people who are approaching a cyber security industry as freshers or people who are uh, in the technical aspect or process aspect of cyber security for them to have a general know how or understanding of cyber of cryptography is why we uh, me and love kind of came to the concept love had a video yesterday where he uh, introduced cryptography to you so for anybody who is at the very basic level i would really encourage you to first go through that video have a have a concept have an understanding of that and and we are kind of going to pick up, uh, pick it up from here and discuss a lot of topics uh, uh akshay yeah. before you start why do people you know fear so much when they hear about cryptography especially freshers and i have also seen industry experts also you know which which face challenges while dealing with cryptographic stuff what is the reason behind that you know you can help us uh, see love the uh, it's a very understandable fear the problem is that the the topic in itself is very broad and very niche so it involves a lot of uh, calculations it involves a lot of functions it, it it has so many bifurcations categories and it's very easy to confuse i mean uh, uh, there are concept of keys there are concept of ciphers there is a concept of implementation so so for me uh, i i all so I, i would feel that you know i have to always read a book or i have to go through an entire cycle of learning uh, to be able to uh, maybe apply apply this practically so for for people in academics for people who are cryptographers uh the their vision or their expectation from cryptography as a field is different and as a practitioner I, I, if if i am not aiming to become a cryptographer myself or 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 i do not need to get deep down into crypto virology or our research and development in cryptography as such uh i do not need to get into the very specifics of each and everything but i still need to understand the concept of cryptography so uh, uh, the resources are kind of spread wide that is why people face challenges in understanding cryptography and even though there are a, there are so many uh, there's so much material and data out there are so many great books out there uh, that we learn and even at at a, at a at a graduation at a college level we do uh, uh, read cryptography but that's purely from a cryptographic sense and and to a lot of people that becomes like a boring topic and when they do come into the industry they feel that oh this is actually being implemented but then how how do i translate that knowledge into uh, the real world see because i am not here to discuss about public key and private key over here as a debate i am here to actually implement any uh, a cryptography or actually implement encryption in my organization or at least be a part of it or at least be a part of a conversation so what is the relevance there so i th- i think that's the challenge that most of the people face and and then there is a basic uh, requirement from anybody who's trying to apply let's say i am a fresher right 
and i and i need to apply uh, for uh, for an information security role so uh, among other topics which is expected in or even if i'm an experienced person what do i need to know at 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 a broad at a general level at a, at, at a decent level about cryptography to be able to even convince even like leave a good impression on my interviewer and also have that knowledge so that i can use that knowledge as a base to uh further my uh, skill or knowledge and then i can read more into it so it's kind of this this session today is kind of like a starter for you like like a practitioner's reference guide as i have mentioned it a cyber security practitioner's reference guide so this is what i'm talking about see who is this for so uh for college so uh, uh, i mean this is like this is not like a hardcore thing over here but what i'm essentially saying is this for college Actually, students yeah just just a little bit zoom in uh, i'm hardly able to see the text a little bit zoom in okay yeah better better thank you yeah so what about we are saying is uh, who is this video for so this is for college students this is for infosec uh, beginning professionals who need to know get started with the cryptography this is for it infosec practitioners the people who as a part of it are involved in encryption projects or crypto uh, uh, cryptography projects and uh, job seekers they just want to know what kind of questions are out there and what is expected from them to know and to learn uh, from uh, from the topic of uh, cryptography in general okay i can see a lot of audience here 14 people are live any questions you can ask in the comment section and we will try to answer it your questions are preferred to be related to cryptography only because we are discussing it but however you can ask any questions related to information security or cyber security in general yeah sure. yeah and this and this is going to be like a, 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 a i won't say long but it's going to be a good discussion so i so i'll i'll differentiate of what we are going to cover and what we might not cover here itself here now and and later in the video so just to set the expectation right of people who have joined uh, here uh, uh, of this video uh, based on the kind of questions people have this might need a very specialized third part as well uh, because there are some topics that could not be covered so as i was planning for this what i realized was that we could cover everything but then that would become a 3 hour long uh, yeah exactly yes, completely agree yeah. okay yes, i think at midnight yeah i think our agenda is right in this video you you will actually explain all the main concepts on a very high level as well as on a somehow deeper level where people can yes. get the understanding right yes so so what what you can expect out of this video is you'll have a good understanding of cryptography you'll have a good yes, understanding right, right, right. it's not it's it's not just at a basic level it will be at a very decent very good level and you can right. build upon it you can ask more intelligent questions that we can then basis on those questions and we could then move on to Uh, a more advanced so this is this is like the building block for an advanced cryptography or an advanced encryption session that you know we might uh, uh, make uh, in the future yeah thank you mohammed i can start you know get, getting questions from you so uh, continue akshay we'll get the questions at the end yeah yeah so uh, i <laughs> to a lot of people out there 
you know when we move about in the information security industry when we are talking to people a lot of concepts we keep on hearing so this is like well, i have heard this before you've heard about cryptanalysis you've heard about cryptography encryption ciphers hashing symmetric versus asymmetric public versus private aes ssl tls so you keep hearing about these jargons and what happens is although we do know at some level uh, some bits and pieces about these information but how do i make sense of it how do i speak to somebody about it how do i get a better knowledge of it so uh, this is just to say that yes uh, um, all, almost all people who are involved in some way either they are it people or they are involved in the cyber security information security team they heard about these concepts before but uh, do not know what to say make sense of it or how to dive deeper uh, so we'll start uh, uh, the session from this uh so what is cryptography i am not going to discuss everything in detail because i believe love you have already um, covered a uh, yes. like the basic of it in your previous video so right. cryptography is essentially uh, the process or the art of making a clear text unreadable so the idea of it is to create like a secret when when information is being exchanged between two parties what i want to do is i want to be able to communicate uh, information between uh, point a to point b so that a person c even if they get hands on the information that is being exchanged they are not able to make sense of it now initially uh, uh, so i would say that so a lot of people say encryption and cryptography are one and the same thing it's not entirely true what's much what we are saying is that encryption is a part of cryptography so there is there there are there are two concepts uh, before even we discuss about encryption which is substitution and transposition so in earlier days what used to happen is uh, uh, substitution says that i in any kind of a language that i have if we take the alphabet uh, a to z in our uh, in, in english language what we are saying is every letter i am substituting with either a number or a or a different letter in itself so that kind of makes it a a little cryptic in nature if you may and uh, so that i i i could replace uh, i could say that uh, you know a is 1 b is 2 c is 3 so that 1 2 3 4 becomes a b c d uh, uh, in in the same sense so the the alphabets or the letters or or the digits in or or like the key or the, the keyword in itself changes its form and it's being substituted by some other symbol and based on that symbolic language if you have the algorithm of understanding so i, I will have it the person who's receiving it will have it and the other person who's listening to it will not be able to make sense of it transposition basically says that i just rearrange the uh, letters or or the symbols within a, a stream of text so that it becomes unreadable and i have a mechanism that i will say that you know let's say the first symbol shifts to the third the second shifts to the fourth the, so, so on and so forth and it rotates so the symbols or the letters in themselves do not lose their value they are just rearranged in, in a certain mechanism within that same string and then uh, they can be uh, arranged back to form the original text now in substitution we have two concepts which is encryption and encoding so encoding is basically just saying that i am using a mechanism to uh, to just convert a text into uh, an encoded format i am not in in uh, using any uh, separate mechanism i'm just applying a simple algorithm to uh, just pro, uh, like uh, pro, pro, 
make a cover uh, outside of uh, of a text that i want to share uh, and then it can be decoded the problem with encoding is that the decoding of the encoding encoded text is very easy so it, uh, initially we used to have so we have an example like base 64 encoding that's that's the simplest to uh, decode html encoding url encoding wherein uh, so it's it's uh, we substitute Uh, like i said if i say that a will be replaced by 1 b will be replaced by 2 it's very simple to then decode it back you just have to replace it in crypt so th- this is why uh, since it was easily decodable and understandable by uh, an adversary or a malicious person this is why encryption came into place encryption is a mechanism of applying a certain algorithm uh, into a, a, a text or a plain text or a message for that matter to convert it into a completely different unrecognizable unreadable format of text which is we, which we call as a cipher text the algorithm that we use to encrypt the text is called as an encryption algorithm or a cipher so a lot of concepts we learned we uh, we talked about cryptography substitution transposition encryption in encryption we spoke about uh, a plain text a message uh an encrypted text or a cipher text or a crypto text for that matter and a crypto algorithm or an encryption algorithm or a cipher which uh, uh works on the plain text to convert it into a cipher text or a crypto text now why what is my expectation from a uh, cryptography so typically what we are saying is that yes uh, at, at a very basic level we understand that the major uh, responsibility or the expectation from a cryptographic algorithm of from cryptography is to is the confidentiality of information the first point so why we are saying is because i don't want anybody else to be able to read the message i want it to be uh, encrypted i want to be uh, to be in a format that only the person the recipient who i want uh, to be able to read this should be able to access this uh, uh, should be able to recognize the uh, text other than that there are a couple of other factors as well which is integrity where we are saying the receiver of a message should be able to know that the message in itself has not been modified so there should be a mechanism for b to uh, be able to say that yes while the message the message that was sent from a is actually the same message that was sent to me and it has not been modified so it should an intruder somehow catch hold of this information and modify it b should immediately be able to say oh this is not the original message so i should not trust this information Uh, this is when we are talking about uh, attacks like man in the middle attack if somebody is sniffing if there is a party uh, uh, so man in the middle attack is typically when when there is a sender a and there is a receiver b and there is a channel of communication if somebody is sitting in that channel of communication and kind of sniffing the traffic and the data if if the message and they can intercept the message alter the message so the the confidentiality part is to say that they will not be able to read it and somehow if they are if they want to modify it uh, or if they do uh, modify it uh, the the receiving party should be able to say yes this does not match or this is not uh, the message that he was uh, uh, talking about akshay yeah. just for the benefit of uh, you know freshers and people who are watching are these all theoretical concepts or does actually man in the middle and these types of attacks actually happen in uh you know some kind of scenarios can you give some light because you are you know you have that hacker's mindset so i wanted to know whether in reality someone actually has the time and you know resources to actually do brute force and 
you know uh, do the do these kind of things yeah so love i uh, see uh, i'll answer this question in two parts one is is does it happen in practical world yes it does it does there are ways and techniques of conducting man in the middle attacks of conducting sniffing attacks in a uh, uh, in a, a network or a setup uh there are you could uh, do this through uh, hijacking the dns you can do this from uh, attacking the routers or the uh, like the gateways of uh, of communication who are routing the traffic who are generally uh, uh, like a typical router uh, 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 you could conduct attacks like airp cache poisoning which is arp is like the address uh, uh, is the table which uh, has information a mapping of who the person is uh, uh, and a uh, kind of is responsible for transmitting data so you could poison uh, 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 the cache or the arp cache of a router so yes in practicality uh, and even in theory this is possible uh, the second part is does it happen that often so i would say that it used to happen a lot it's still in picture there is always this threat of a man in the middle attack but in in organizational scenarios it has become more and more difficult because there, there are robust solutions and checks in place uh, uh, like hardening of your gateways like detecting man in the middle and preventing man in the middle attacks and concepts of uh, cryptography uh, uh, as well to ensure that first of all man in the middle should not happen in the first place and it should happen it uh, should it happen it it would be detectable and uh, preventable in an organization it's a relatively simple on home networks it re- it's relatively simple on unsecure networks uh, again coming back to the point so you have to make sure that you secure your assets you have hardened all your uh, devices in not just the servers even the gateways and the uh, uh, the devices that are responsible for uh, handling and routing the traffic should also be secured yeah and sorry for asking a follow up question on this one akshay does it only happen to data which is going in transit like data in transit which is actually you know going from point a to point b or it happens to data at rest also yes so man in the middle attack would usually only be applied to the data in transit because you are sitting in the middle but uh, if you are able to compromise the end point then uh, there's a whole uh, different uh, gamut of attacks that could happen and there's a whole lot of uh, discussion so we've already discussed these in the past that you could exploit weaknesses and vulnerabilities in servers and yeah, kind of right. access right. to them yeah right. but from, right. from a transition uh, from a transit uh, is more uh, in relevance to the man in the middle because you're actually in between so that data has to go from one place to another for me to because if you compromise the endpoint then pretty much there's no point discussing about the transit yeah, itself right right, <laughs> right, right, right. because then yeah yeah absolutely uh akshay shrikanth karna has a question he is asking can you please explain with one live example example relating to all these uh, terminologies that you are explaining here so that it will be easier for all the audience to understand sure we will do that but first i would like akshay to complete the slides right akshay so that yeah i mean all, the, all all so uh, i think what what he means to ask is there is there a simpler way to explain this to me yeah. something that I, i can make sense yes yes very much so uh, uh, to the gentleman who asked this that uh, in the coming slides we'll discuss all of this should you have even doubts after that uh, Uh, no problem in explaining this uh, even further yeah srikanth stay here i would say and as akshay mentioned let us first go through the slides and see what's in it, in the store maybe at the end of this uh, you know slides are over 
you will not be asking this question this, this can be the case right i don't know what akshay has put in on the store today so go on akshay yeah over to you yeah it's it's a surprise for everybody but yeah i mean it's it's uh, let's just see what happens uh, we'll leave it to you folks uh, and uh, any feedback is welcome yeah so so then we are talking about uh, uh, we talked about confidentiality integrity and uh, from an authentication perspective uh, it's very simple right b should uh, know that uh, a has sent this so uh, like a spoofing uh, attack is is where an at- intruder might uh, pose as a and then send a message to uh, b so b should be able to say no this message has not come from b so it's it's a, there is a subtle difference in the integrity and the authentication part of it the message in itself has been sent by a or not is the part that is concerned with integrity and is a the person sending this message is what is concerned with authentication so am i talking to the right person or what he is saying to me so what he is saying to me comes in integrity and is he the right person who is talking to me comes under authentication then uh, non repudiation is let let's say i send a message to you love and tomorrow i say no no i didn't send it so within cryptography there should be a way for you to say no akshay there is a proof you have actually sent it you are the person who have sent it so so repudiation is me denying that i have done some activity at a later point in time and uh, through cryptography what you can do is you can you can prove or you can say yes no there are there is an evidence that you in fact were the person who have who has sent this message to me <coughs> <laughs> then uh, we come to uh, a topic that you uh, covered yesterday itself uh, uh, so i am not going to define this for everybody but i am i'm just going to walk you through the concept of uh, symmetric cryptography yeah akshay before you do that i can see 17 people on the call now so just to uh, add on that part anybody who wants to start from the basics i have already given the link in this uh, comment section so you can go and watch this video in case you have any doubts so that akshay you know can save us that time and actually go on the concrete part yeah go ahead akshay yeah so so people if if new people have joined just to give you a gist we are we we yeah. we, we have people yeah. on the call now people are increasing oh, okay us. wow yeah. so what we have done is we have just introduced what is cryptography we have talked talked about what is substitution substitution is essentially replacing one alphabet with a symbol so that the text becomes unreadable uh transposition is rearranging the alphabets or the symbols in 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 a text so that it becomes unreadable uh, uh transposition was easy to figure out so we uh, moved on to substitution in substitution we have encryption and encoding encoding is like uh, uh putting an algorithm and and, and uh, uh, like making uh changing substituting uh, a symbol with another symbol uh, just Uh, in a very simple way and it's very easy to decode in itself then came the concept of encryption where we are saying that we uh, we are actually performing complex algorithms on a plain text we are uh, applying encryption algorithms which are also known as ciphers to convert it into cipher text and we spoke about the principles of cryptography confidentiality to say that it should not be readable uh, integrity to say that the receiver should know that the text in itself is the same text that was sent authentication the receiver should know that the sender is uh, should be able to uh, validate the uh, authenticity or the origin of the text itself should be able to say that the person who claims to be a is in fact a non repudiation is the sender should not be able to deny later that he has sent the message coming back to symmetric cryptography so symmetric crypto- cryptography uh, what it says is that 
इट्स ऑल्सो कॉल्ड एज शेयर्ड की और शेयर्ड की क्रिप्टोग्राफी वेयर सो लव हैज ऑलरेडी एज ही वाज सेइंग ही हैज ऑलरेडी कवर्ड दिस इन द पास्ट बट आई एम जस्ट गोइंग टू थ्रो अ लाइट ऑन हियर बिकॉज़ देयर वर सम कंफ्यूजंस अबाउट पब्लिक कीज एंड प्राइवेट कीज एंड बिफोर आई डाइव इनटू दैट इट जस्ट मेक्स सेंस टू टॉक अबाउट दिस so let's assume from this diagram which i have very poorly made please excuse me this was made on ms paint so uh, i am not a graphic expert uh, so uh, you have two uh, parties here there is a there is an a and there is a b yeah just zoom in a little bit on the diagram part itself yeah let Thank me you. just let, yeah let me just little bit yeah small. perfect perfect yeah little bit small yeah right yeah Perfect. so what what essentially we are saying here is that there are two parties a and b so a has a text that he wants to send to b now this is what we call as a plain text or a message <clears throat> and both a and b have a shared key so what is a key a key is is the uh, is the unique value or the unique uh, sequence of bits of of uh, uh, symbols or or uh, sequence of bits that is used to encrypt a uh, a uh, uh, a plain text and convert it into a cipher text so they have a shared key this key is shared by both a and b a uses this key to encrypt the plain text convert it into a cipher text the cipher text is then shared with b b then uses the same key to decrypt and convert it into a plain text simple enough this is called as symmetric cryptography or a uh, a shared key cryptography <clears throat> a couple of uh, uh, algorithms that can uh, use this symmetric mechanism are called as uh, are uh, uh, blowfish rindal which is uh, the aes <clears throat> uses rindal algorithm uh, uh, function or mathematical algorithm to implement uh, uh, symmetric encryption ds and rc series of encryptions rc1 to rc6 uh just to add uh, somebody uh, i think mohammed he was asking the practical use case of this so just to add here the practical use case of symmetric encryption is basically used in the banking sector so payment applications you know card transactions actually use this encryption okay mohammed so you, you can understand this better okay so yeah so the the idea of having a shared key is that it's very fast it's so i will discuss the pros and cons let me yeah. first discuss the pros and cons then we'll talk about what you guys so the pros and cons here is that it's a it's a faster process it requires lesser resources the operation is simple and has a security aspect to it uh the disadvantage as most of you would have guessed it that it has one common key so there is always this problem of you know the compromise of this key the theft of this key the losing of this key so the key uh, distribution key management uh is uh, becomes difficult yeah so so and, right yeah. so i have so uh, from dif- to different parties that i am interacting with i have a different key so i have to uh, talk uh, manage all of these keys and the, even the distribution and storage and all of that so the key management in itself becomes a challenge yeah and just to add uh, more use cases to this as i said in transit banking applications use this uh, 
cryptographic method to do payment transactions and this is for data at transit as we discussed and data at rest bit locker application uses this type of uh, cryptography okay so hope mohammed you are happy with the examples now real life case scenarios i mean yeah and and one good example is that tls uses uh, ssl and tls you must have heard about Uh, which are used for uh, encryption of uh, the data in transit tls uses the combination of both symmetric and asymmetric for encryption so it's not right. that symmetric is not used anymore it's 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 that you know it depends on uh, what operation do you need to perform or the sensitivity of the operation uh, or or the logistics or the feasibility of the operations where you right. want a quick uh, and the sensitivity of the data that you want to protect is where you apply the separate algorithms right right Right. So now a very valid question that might come, and I'm I'm sure if I don't discuss this, this soon soon will be coming in the comments. Is so you talked about that this is a shared key, but how do you share this key then? I mean, it's okay you talked about key management and all of that jargon, but how do you actually exchange a key in a uh, in a symmetric key encryption environment? So uh, a lot of us have heard about a concept called as a Diffie-Hellman algorithm. so it was it was developed by two gentlemen mr diffy and mr helmet so i had a chance of uh, uh, meeting mr diffy uh, quite a few years back he was here in india for a conference and uh, i attended his talk and i had really? a chance of meeting him. yeah yeah very much so oh my god i wasn't aware and, of this cool yeah yeah so uh, and uh, it was a great session man i mean it's a it was a, it's a humbling experience for me to be able to meet such a person and talk to him but uh, yeah anyways i'm trying to digress my uh, really my sorry. dream is to my dream is to meet ankit fadia he is kind of an inspiration for me so i'll probably meet him one day i'll let you know if that happens yeah sure <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah so talking about how do we exchange this key in this asymmetric environment so a a, a good uh, so So there is a confusion point here, and I will address this. Diffie-Hellman encryption uh, algorithm in itself is an asymmetric algorithm, which I have not yet discussed. But Diffie-Hellman is used for key exchange. Understand the concept of key exchange. If you are saying there is a shared key, then it has to be exchanged in some way. So uh, to understand the concept of key exchange in in the sense of uh, how a Diffie-Hellman implements it, I am not talk, taking this in a very so the, uh, for anybody who wants to understand or who has ever searched to understand Diffie-Hellman in a simpler way, Wikipedia has this best image that is out there. This is very common. Uh, even uh, I have shared because I could not find a simpler way to explain this key exchange. is if we take an example of two different colors or two different uh, 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 there's a uh, two people a and b who want to exchange some information <clears throat> now there is a concept of uh, so i have a common paint then a has their own secret color and b has their own secret color when i mix this common uh, paint with this specific secret color i get different uh, colors for for a and for b assuming that uh, you know you are you then you transfer or you uh, uh, exchange this color this mixed color with each other after that you mix your own secret color with this to get a third kind of a color and both a and b will the final color that they will get is the same now b uh, the sweet thing here is this is the secret common shared secret key that we are talking about 
B does not need to know about the secret color of A. A does not need to know about the secret color of B. Yet they have gotten a common secret color. And anybody who gets hand on the secret color in itself does not uh, know the uh, the secret color. Uh, the common secret color does not know the secret color of A and the secret color of B. So this is kind of a key exchange in asymmetric algorithm at a very basic level. Uh, we can discuss this in detail maybe uh, a little later or maybe in the next session because I don't want people in the very beginning to start leaving this session uh, because if I start going into the depth of it. So we discuss the pros and cons of symmetric uh, uh, algorithm. Then we come to uh, an asymmetric algorithm which is also called as a, uh, a public key cryptography. So here we have a concept of that both parties will have their own public key and just bear with me. I'll, I'll make this as simple as possible and you can ask questions about asymmetric key right now. Uh, you can have your questions or even after this, we will wait for a bit so, so that these this concept is very important now. Yes, an alert to anybody who is kind of uh, sitting here to know about what the questions are asked from a job interview. Asymmetric versus symmetric key cryptography is a very uh, a, a most commonly asked question in cryptography with anybody. So if you can't explain this, then you, they kind of get a feel that you know you're not really good in cryptography. They kind of uh, it goes in that sense. So in asymmetric cryptography, what we are saying is that both parties. I hope love this is visible. Should I zoom in a little bit? Okay. Uh, yes, little bit zoom will work. Yeah. Is this better? Yeah, better. Okay, so what I am saying basically to sum it down in one line is that I am in uh, 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 there is a concept. Sorry, before summing it down, let me explain the concept of a public key and a private key. So every entity has a private key and a public key. A public key is available to be used and shared with other people. A private key is the key which is only known to me as an entity. So every entity that is involved in an asymmetric cryptography has their has a private key and a public key. A public key that that is like public. The name in itself says public. So that is distributable. That can be shared with people. But the private key is the key which uh, I hold to myself. I will explain the need of it. So what happens is if I have if uh, as A. So for, for our sake, the green man is A and the red man is B. Uh, uh, and the keys, I have tried to color it in that fashion. Uh, again, excuse me for, for my uh, bad taste in colors. That the green uh, it, uh, depicts uh, the keys specific to A and the red and the orange is the specific kind of like the, the, the red side of the colors are the keys specific to B. So what we are saying is that uh, if A has to send a message to B, A will encrypt the plain text with uh, B's public key. Obtain the ciphertext, send the ciphertext to B. B will use his private key to decrypt the text back to plain text. Now, how this works is because the public key and private key are determined and generated by a, they share a mathematical function. The, the lengths of the keys are different. The parameters of the keys may be more or less or they may have shared parameters. Some may have more uh, parameters in themselves. Some may have less. 
but since they are derived from a mathematical function a, 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 a text that has been encrypted with a public key will be will be decrypted by its corresponding private key now the key again that's a pun the key over here is the so uh, the key concept over here is that uh, the the private key should be the corresponding public uh, should be the private key corresponding to its uh, uh, uh how would i say a public key so they have been generated from the same